0: Welcome to Weddings Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. Here's your host, Angela Profitt.
1: Hi, y'all. It's Angela Profitt, your event and productivity therapist coming to you from the heart of Music City in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast of weddings unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the event industry, what we have learned from them, and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the hospitality industry. Today, I'm joined by the best communications and event consultant in the business, Allison Burry.
0: Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Angela. I'm very excited to share some of our past experiences together. We've definitely been through some unique situations over the years. What are we discussing today?
1: Well, today's tip is going to be about weather. Beware of the weather and consider where the venue is located.
0: Well, tell us the
1: story. What happened? Well... So usually in Nashville in May, the weather starts to warm up. Like, it rains a lot in April, but in May it starts to taper off. And with this particular wedding, it was about an hour or so outside of Nashville on this beautiful farm, beautiful property that was located at the very, very, very top of this huge hill slash like mountain, but there were no mountains because it was just like rolling beautiful green hills. And, um, just the, like where they normally have the ceremony and where they have the reception, there's like this perfect breeze and it's not too windy so that like your flower arrangements are falling over typically. But this weekend in May, it actually got down to like 35 degrees. And some of our clients, you know, they start looking at the weather 10 days out, which, as we know, we can never rely on. So, you know, I don't really start uh, really, not panicking, but I don't really start to implement a plan until maybe two days beforehand. Now, we always have a tent on backup, but at this particular venue, they already had a beautiful pavilion that was going to be used and then they had a gorgeous pool where the cocktails were going to be passed before dinner which you know if it rains we have a backup plan because we'll just move the tables right under the pavilion so you know it works out like the backup plan was good if it rained however we didn't expect it to be 30 something degrees that weekend So a couple days before, you know, I was looking at the weather and I got a quote on sides that could be hung on the pavilion that were clear and like the nice clear sides so that you could still see like the beautiful green rolling hills. And then, of course, heat because it was going to be cold. And that wasn't really a cost that the bride and groom had budgeted for. Again, in May, it it's normally warm. And I felt awful letting them know the prices for the sides and the heat. But I told them, I mean, you could spend millions of dollars on a wedding. But if people are cold or hot, like that's what they remember, unfortunately. And they understood and they were very appreciative that I had been proactive and got them prices and options and choices for the sides and the heaters. So I had my assistant go ahead and give the credit card to um, get the clear tent sides and get a few heaters. And actually the venue provided some of the heaters. We just had to pay for the propane. So that honestly was no big deal. But the sides only could be used from this one particular company. And they again, like, I didn't want white, ugly, cheap sides for this beautiful pavilion. And this one company, the only only company that had it, like, thank God they weren't rented out yet. And so since it was just uh, maybe like 15 or so sides, the person that did the order put on there that it would be Will Call. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with will call, but just like when you buy concert tickets at the last minute and they'll they'll say your tickets are at will call, that means you have to pick it up, people. (laughs) That doesn't mean a delivery. And there was no delivery time on the quote. But I trusted my assistant at the time to make sure that they would be delivered and picked up. I just didn't even think through to ask her to have to do that because to me it's like common sense. And then again, we'll call means you got to pick it up. So we're we're at the wedding. We're setting it up. It's sunny, so it's like pretty appropriate that we didn't have sides and heat yet. But as the wedding kept getting closer and closer and the sun completely went away because it was 100% chance rain all day, like after 2 p.m. that day. And this was like a five or six o'clock ceremony at sunset um, so I started to think to myself, where, where's the rental company with the tents or with the sides for the pavilion? And so I had my assistant who was there setting up with us call and I guess she quickly learned over the phone what we'll call meant. And basically the guy that answered the phone was like, well, we close at 2 p.m. today. It was like one fifty-seven, And he's like, somebody has to pick them up and, um, I'm leaving. So, sorry. Basically, like, you paid for the sides, and we're not bringing them to you because you never picked them up. So, I think she was probably terrified to come over to me and tell me, like, what just happened, and, um, you know, basically, I called the guy back and begged him. Like, again, thank God I have some... Um, with somewhat of a positive reputation in our town and work with these rental companies on a regular basis and basically begged him to stay there until someone could drive and pick them up. And this place was not like a hop, skip, and a jump away. It was probably a good hour and 20 minutes just to get the sides and a good hour and 20 minutes back. So I told my assistant at the time, I said, okay, well, um, you're going to have to drive and pick them up. And she did. And then she got back, and then she told me that her babysitter um, had to leave. And so she had to leave, which, okay, I get it. Um, But again, it's not a great thing when you're already behind in the first place. And so I didn't even want to deal with the negativity at the time. Like, I was just thankful that the tent sides or the pavilion sides got there, And then everybody kind of chipped in and helped hang them, and we turned the heaters on, and we were good to go. So that was one little side story. Um, The next thing is it started to rain, and we did set the chairs up outside that was not under a tent or covered because of this amazing, amazing view of the rolling hills. And one of my camera operators that was actually capturing the wedding came up to me and he said Angela there's this app that in the military we use it when we are dealing with weather and all the craziness outside that happens and he's like it's ten dollars but it's a really good app and so I immediately downloaded it and um, I didn't care how much it costs I just wanted to know exactly what was going to happen with the weather and it wasn't that easy to use because I don't I don't know how to really read the radar, but I learned real quick. Like, I watched a YouTube video, and and some of my team members that were there were, like, helping me. And I knew the rain was going to stop for a little bit. And we had people out there with towels and paper towels, like, wiping off the seats. And just about that time when it stopped raining, um, the bus drivers had alerted me that they were pulling in with all the guests because we had all the guests bused in from Nashville, which was actually a great thing because we could control when they were going to get on and off the bus. And so I saw on the app that we had, I think like literally 17 minutes or something exactly to the point before the sky was going to open up and just completely, completely like rain and downpour. So I told the minister, who we've used before, and he's very sweet and very long-winded, but I told him, I said, you have got to speed this thing up, and it was a very large wedding party. They were very rowdy, but I very firmly was like, okay, listen up, line up. We only have a few minutes before the rain comes, and we've got to get through this ceremony. And so I had my team members go around to the buses and help people unload very quickly. I think it's like the fastest execution of a ceremony we ever did in my entire career, still to this day. And the girls were getting people seated while I was getting people lined up inside. And then we queued the ceremony musicians, and we got started immediately. And, like, the clock was ticking. And just as soon as they, they kissed, they finished. And we got all the wedding party back into the house, which is where they got ready. And all the guests transitioned to right behind the house, underneath the pavilion. And I'm not even saying like 30 seconds after the last person was underneath the pavilion, the sky literally opened up and just downpoured. It was funny because some of the guests are like, oh my gosh, you're like God, you like know what's going to happen. I'm like, no, it's called technology. It's an app and it's amazing. And I hugged the camera operator and was like, oh my gosh, this is an amazing app. It's called Radar Scope, by the way. And again, watch videos because it's not easy to use, but it comes in so, so, so handy. Um, and so that was very exciting that we were still able to have the ceremony outside. And again, it was 100% chance rain. Um, but I will say that after this, there were there were a few more things that happened. Um, once we got everyone seated for dinner, it was the same caterer that we prefer to work with all the time. And May's typically a pretty busy season in Nashville. And the the caterer failed to tell us that they were kind of already overcommitted when we brought this opportunity to them. And so as the staff start to come out with salads and bread and butter, I was noticing, I didn't recognize any of the staff. They were moving not just slow, but I'm talking like turtle slow. I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're already kind of behind because the weather and it's a plated dinner and the food's going to get cold and the meat's going to get dry. I mean, these are just the things I'm thinking in my head. So I'm in the back like like looking for the banquet captain, like figuring out like who are these servers and why are they moving so slow? They were like 100 years old. I'm totally being facetious, but they were not our normal people who were used to being on top of everything. So that was a bit of a struggle. Um, And then after dinner, it was time for the cake cutting. And this is when hanging cakes became a new trend in our industry. And so we had this really cool wooden pallet, like hanging from the ceiling of this beautiful pavilion. And after the cake cutting, and we took the cake away, the groom proceeds to get up on the pallet and starts to swing And he was sober at the time, I think, Um, back and forth. And, you know, people start – half the people were, like, freaking out, like, because of the danger. And then those of us who are risk takers, they're all, like, videoing and, like, taking pictures. And, you know, I had to go out there and say, you know, you got to get down. You cannot swing from there. I don't even know if that's really safe. Um, but anyway, they danced the night away. It was great. Um, the bride and groom were extremely happy with how everything went. But I wish that I had educated my team member on what we'll call means so that we didn't have to go through all that stress and all that rigmarole. Um, and then I just wish that the, my regular caterer would have told me that they were a little bit overcommitted that weekend and that we weren't going to have the normal normal. Team that we're used to having execute dinner because if the dinner and if the food is bad, the food wasn't bad. It was just the experience was a little bit slow and I'm like the most impatient person in the world. Um, it, it's just, again, communicating what the expectations are. So, Allison, I think this was your very first outdoor wedding with us. Like, what were your thoughts on that first outdoor wedding?
0: <laughs> it was uh, my first thought is how go with the flow the couple was they were the perfect pair for all of that rain rigmarole to happen to because we didn't know whether it could be inside or outside until literally five minutes before the ceremony started and they were so calm and so easygoing. and they were like okay just tell us where to go tell us what to do which is awesome um, totally unlike me being so type a i would <laughs> never ever ever have a wedding outside um, not only would i not be able to be okay with not having a plan until we actually do it, but I have crazy hair, and I think that me and all of my family who have the same hair would look like we had all been electrocuted. <laughs> so it would not be a good situation, but they were definitely the perfect couple for that to happen to. And it was definitely a learning experience um, as far as communication with the vendors and the team members who were new and new to the catering staff and just kind of telling them what the expectations are. And they were all very sweet, and they all did what we asked. They were just a little bit slow at doing everything, but it was okay. Um, And the bride and groom had a great time. They all partied the night away despite the chilliness and the rain, and they all had a wonderful day. So that's all that matters. But, Angela, what was your biggest takeaway from everything that happened that day?
1: Oh, gosh. I would just say always, always have a backup plan in place. And... Don't rely on the weather. So having a backup with the sides and the heaters or if you're in the heat of summer, you know, making sure that you have fans or even air condition. And then other little tidbits is just use technology. I mean, that app for the weather really, really saved us. And at the last minute when someone made a recommendation for me, you know, I love learning about new apps and I just jumped on it and I was very, very thankful for that. And then also, I wish I would have looked over all the quotes so that I could have caught the will call thing and it wouldn't have been crazy in the background with all that going on.
0: Definitely. Well, can you share with our listeners some of the products and resources that you have available to help wedding and event planners?
1: Sure. So you can visit our blog, which is on the website at angelaprofit.com. We always have great articles and resources available there. You can also sign up for email tips because we send great resources to the people that sign up for that, for the email tips. We also have free webinars with various subjects and a few live events coming up this year. So make sure that you Look on social media and watch your inbox for all of that great stuff coming out.
0: Awesome. Well, Angela, thank you so much for sharing your valuable advice with us today. I can't wait for next week to tell more of our incredible experiences together.
1: Well, and thank you for joining me, Allison. And thank you so much to our listeners for joining us today on Weddings Unveiled, Professional Tips and Secrets on Wedding Planning and Event Design. Like Allison said, be sure to tune in next week to learn more from our past experiences. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with other wedding and event professionals. And be sure to subscribe today so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Weddings Unveiled. I'm so passionate about helping other event professionals. And with my background in psychology, I appreciate that our best selves develop from real-life situations. Thank you again so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for more tips to grow your business. And if you have a question or unresolved issue that you would like guidance on, connect with us on the website, angelaprofit.com. And until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable.
0: You've been listening to Weddings Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time for more insights to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. For more great resources, head over to angelaprofit.com.